Coming up on the Football and Freedom Show, we discussed DeMar Hamlin's interview with Michael Strahan and what that long pause was all about. In the cuntbag section, a congressman calls Clarence Thomas a Uncle Tom. Is that okay? We'll discuss. And in the angel section, a grandmother beautifully explains how to deal with a confused grandchild on transgenderism. All that and much more coming to you right now. Nobody's stronger than me. Nobody has better toys than I do. There's nobody bigger or better at the military than I am. Nobody loves the Bible more than I do. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. The world is gonna end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. Here we go again. Can you imagine what they must think of it? These people are crazy. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! Shit, Negro. That's all you had to say. As always, this is the Football and Freedom Show. Let's get right to it. A lot to deal with today. And uh, right off the bat, first of all, we have DeMar Hamlin. If you have not seen the interview that he did with Michael Strahan before the Super Bowl, some pretty interesting things came out of that. Uh, The one that caught my eye, and that's caused a lot of, you know, uh, conjecture around the country is this particular part. Let's show it to you right now. Um, Just to be able to keep going. After Hamlin was discharged from the ICU, the question on so many minds, what caused his heart to stop beating? You're 24, peak physical condition, can run circles around me right now. (laughs) (laughs) How did doctors describe what happened to you? Um, Um, that's something I want to stay away from. I know from my experience at the NFL, they do more tests than anything. And in the course of you having your physicals, did anybody ever come back with any, say you had a heart issue or anything that was abnormal? Uh, honestly, no. Um, I've always been a, a, a healthy, young, fit, energetic, uh, you know, human being, let alone mm-hmm. athlete. Um, so it, it was something that was just that we're, we're still processing and I'm still talking through with my doctors just to see what everything was. Okay, so that, that's a long pause, all right? That's a long pause to a question that um, on the surface really shouldn't be that big of a deal. I mean, um, if, if there's no issues, if there's, no, if there's nothing to hide, if there's, not, if there's no, like, you know, underlying things and issues that are going on there, you would just come right out and say it. It's no big deal. Uh, yeah, my doctor said said it was a freak accident. My doctor said it was a um, a reaction to this or a reaction to that. 
But we know why there was a long pause because that young man either was not prepared for that question um, or knew it was coming and just really can't get into what that's all about. Um, so there's, I mean, there's really only two ways he could do that. He can blame the shot uh, and, and his career's over. If he, if he blames it on the shot that we all know it was, I mean, you, look it up yourself. There's the, the statistics are very clear two years since the shot came out to now to present time is the same amount of young, healthy athletes that have dropped with cardiac issues as the previous 34 years combined. Okay. I don't, I'm not interested in arguing with people on this. Like that's just the facts. We'll get into more of that in the comments section later. Um, but he can either do that and his career is over or he can be silent and get paid. Okay. And get paid twice really, because He's a young athlete. He has not he has not got his second contract in the NFL, so he hasn't got the big money yet. Uh, a lot of people think these guys come into the NFL and they're instantly super paid. That's not that's not the case with all of them, um, and he has not got the big payday yet. So he's got incentive to stay silent long enough to get that big second contract payday. On top of let's let's not you know just ignore the fact that there might be a big payday for him to keep that mouth shut on what's going on. Um, so, but we do need him to speak up. We need people like him to tell the truth. And maybe that long pause is um, some hesitation and, and him wanting to come out and say the truth, uh, but he's not quite ready yet. He's contemplating with lawyers or, or whatever the case may be on what his what his path is going to be going forward. But I hope that he does come out because remember the golden rule. One of the golden rules of the Football and Freedom Show is they don't give a shit about any of us. And when I say they, it's the powers that be. You want to call it, you can go as far as the, the old Illuminati and all that conspiracy, you, but you can just trickle it all the way down to your boss. I mean, it could go as far down as your boss. They don't give a shit. Like, you are so replaceable. I'm so replaceable. We are all replaceable. And when it comes to costing people their money, people in power, all that money, big pharma, government, their, their, their power, their control, their money, they will do anything to secure that and keep you silent and keep that money and that power rolling. Um, so, look. I hope he speaks up. I hope he um, is kind of like one of those, you know, pierce the bubble type people that that explodes the whole thing. And we can we can get on with the truth that we all know is. But until the great divide, which I preach on this show all the time, until we split this country one or the other, or, you know, I lead the second American Revolution, then this is just what we have to deal with. We, we need people like DeMar Hamlin who have some quasi power to speak up for us um, but until then you know the powers that be they they rule they rule the show and that's just going to be the way it goes um, but work but if he were to come out and say something against i don't know the shot or fauci um, we know how that response would be from our favorite our favorite little you know midget scientist dr fauci that, that is that is not true demore hamlin the shot is good it's filled with great bad proteins 
And it's good. It'll make it'll, it'll cure you. You just didn't get enough of the shot. You need more of the shot, and then you wouldn't have passed out on the football field. So yeah, that's look. Fauci's a cunt. There's a world full of cunts, and there is no bigger cunt than the guy we're talking about next. Oh, you dumpy little cunt. He was a cunt. Smash the granny out of cunt. Little cunt. Little cunt. Scruffy cunt. You're a cunt. 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 Cunt! You will never hear me use that word. Absolute cunt. I'm so proud of you. Anytime that we have a resolution, legislation, proposing to place a statue of Clarence Thomas on this grounds, we cannot avoid that conversation, so I'm not going to avoid it either. In the black community, we have uh, an expression, and I don't want to use this label too deeply here because I'm just trying to tell you what we have in the African-American community. When we talk about a person of color that goes back historically to the days of slavery and that person betraying his own community, we have a term in the black community. That term that we use is called uh, Uncle Tom. And Uncle Tom is a, either a fictional or non-fictional character. I don't really know the origin of Uncle Tom, but it talks about a person who back during the days of slavery sold his soul to the slave masters. That's the story, the fictitious of the story of an Uncle Tom. So when we think about a person in the black community who's accomplished but yet policies seek to subvert, some may even say suppress, the achievements and accomplishments of people of color, I couldn't help but to think about that term in expressing my dissatisfaction with this particular legislation. Whoa. I mean, can you imagine, I know, it's, I know this is lazy and people don't like to hear this, but can you imagine if a white senator or congressman went up there and said anything remotely racist as what you just heard. Well, he, he just called one of the most inspirational and greatest men that we have in our uh, entire governmental system, Clarence Thomas, a racial slur, an Uncle Tom. That's disgusting. Uh, he, he's not someone that just Black people can look up to. He's someone that all of us can look up to. Uh, if you have not you know, followed his career and his life. It's it's one of tremendous triumph from extreme adversity. I mean, my God, to call him an Uncle Tom. Look, I always get I always get in a little hot water when I when I speak speak for black people. I'm not speaking for black. People. I'm just I'm just I can speak to black people. Just because I'm not black doesn't mean I can't speak about black people. I can speak about brown people. I can speak black about. Indians, dot and feathers. I can speak about white people. I, if that is your, if that, if someone like that, that congressman is, is your allies, if those are your allies, my God, you don't need enemies. I mean, that, that guy's, he, he's not on your side. Okay. I promise you because he, he's part of the um, ruling class that wants to keep y'all bottled up, keep you in your little, your tight little cities on government, you know, uh, subsidies, killing all your babies and, and just, just keep getting those food stamps and the, and the subsidized housing and, uh, that shitty public education, just keep doing that and keep voting for them because, you know, it's really all they care about are your votes. So again, that Congressman, he doesn't care about y'all. 
Clarence Thomas. Look him up. It, it, there's a whole Netflix Netflix documentary on his entire life. It's a beautiful story. He's a beautiful man and uh, stands for character and um, and all the things that are good in the world. So um, to you, Congressman, who called one of the greatest men in the world an Uncle Tom, I would like for you to go sit in the cunt corner and don't come out. But in a world full of cunts, we could all use an angel. Send me an angel. Hi, so recently I texted my parents because I'm gonna go be- go home for Christmas and I said, hey, do you mind calling me Mike when I come back for Christmas? And then when I got home today, I got this letter from my grandma and it is addressed to Miss Old Name. Not actually, but you know, I don't want to say my real name on the internet. Dearest dead name. On this, our Blessed Mother's Feast Day, I am writing to tell you that I will not address you as Mike. My decision is probably not a surprise to you. Others may comply with your request. My anguish in your chosen name and what that means has to do with your eternal soul. Know that I love you more than words could ever possibly convey to you. No matter how you decide to identify yourself does not change my deep love for you, honey. Because of my concerns for your soul and your mental health, I am spending more time with Jesus in adoration. The, my cousin's last names, are doing the same for you. Do you know how much you are cherished and loved? It would be a joy to see you and be with you during the coming Christmas. Okay, so, you gotta be careful here because that young person is clearly, um, disturbed confused all you know all the all the normal things that i talk about all the time on this show uh the transgender movement is my number one enemy and then and i bring them up on almost every show because like i've said before this is the complete and ultimate point of uh demarcation like which way we go with this issue is going to decide where we go as a, as a country and whether or not we're going to be the same country that, that we, um, that we believe in, like the constitution, like either we have this and we live by it or we go the other way. And we believe that, that men can deliver babies. Um, and, and we're not that anymore. We're something completely different, uh, altogether, but the way that that grandmother and that, and the compassion that she showed in that letter, that is exactly how you deal with this issue. Um, and, and even me personally, I'm going to learn a little bit from that, from that letter and that message that she sent. Um, now it is different when you're dealing with a loved one that's going through that type of situation. Obviously you're going to have more compassion for that situation. Like she did, as opposed to just getting in front of a camera and speaking on the issue. Um, some things I, I might say can maybe can believe it or not sound a little, um, uh, I don't know, um, mean, I guess to certain people, uh, I don't necessarily have the best way of speaking the truth nicely all the time. Um, but again, like I said, if it was a loved one that's going through it, you do find better words and more ways to get your message out the same message, um, in a softer way. And like I said, that was beautiful, concise to the point 
and, and hit everything, every topic that you need to hit when you're discussing that issue. Um, so she is the angel of the week and an inspiration to all of us as we move forward dealing with this issue that is not going to go anywhere. Um, and speaking of that, that another thing that's not going anywhere are the comment section and um, got into a couple little battles with some people in the comment section. So let's get to that right now. Yoo-hoo. I'll make you famous. All right. So first off, the um, comments are always fun, aren't they? Like when people are really nice in the comment section, they're always um, very forthcoming and always want to um, have really good, uh, respectful back and forth dialogue with you all the time on these things. Of course, I'm kidding. That is not at all how the comments section goes. And I had a couple of interactions this week with some people um, on the DeMar Hamlin uh, situation actually and both of them deleted me and blocked me as a friend and um, <laughs> I mean that's just gonna be their losses that's kind of the way I look at that however um, let me read one of these comments to you and we can kind of go over it all right like I said I'm gonna make you famous so um, Manda Patton a person named Manda Patton I don't know that's Kind of weird. Maybe probably Amanda, but she doesn't want to say man or her full name, so she shortens it to Amanda because, you know, no one will ever figure that out. Um, we had a little back and forth, and it started with a little bit of confusion on my part because she first said um, I posted the Demar Hamlin um, interview that you saw at the beginning of the show, and I kind of said uh, that this was um, you know, hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil type type thing, and she came back at me and said you know what are you talking about he first it was he's just acting which was a little weird so obviously obviously said um what 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 do you mean and then it went to um the whole thing come on man the whole thing was just another ritual not worthy of any attention or energy so first it was acting then it was a ritual um so so again i'm still confused so i go back with her uh, and explain what you know my point of view about how it was you know the shots are, are causing this but you know yada 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 and then finally she gets to a point that is actually coherent and makes a little bit of sense at least in you know at least in the words it doesn't make sense when you actually analyze it but she said um it was my it's it's not myocarditis uh, there's not enough sufficient evidence to claim that myocarditis is a side effect of COVID-19, blah, 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 blah. She experienced it for 18 hours um, after her second booster. And, uh, but then it stopped and she's fine now. So, and then she finished it with stop spreading bullshit. So her point was, it's not real. Uh, she did experience it for a little bit, but then, but, but she's fine now. So, um, you know, stop spreading bullshit. Um, so, you know, of course I went on to explain her all the, uh, data and the facts and that her saying this is bullshit is not data. That's not, that doesn't, that's not a point at all. You know, if we just scream at each other, that's bullshit. We're going to get nowhere. Um, of course she never responded again. She, what they, and what they all, I invited her on the show. Like I always do said, Hey, let's, let's, Let's uh let's get on the show. Let's discuss this in long form. Let's spend a whole hour on it. Just just going back and forth respectfully discussing like two 
normal adults do who have a difference. And we'll come to either a conclusion or maybe a better understanding of where we're coming from. But you know, that doesn't happen with these people. They block, delete, and leave the conversation completely. As soon as you hit them with anything that they don't like to hear, they are fucking out of here. Just exit stage fucking left. They don't want to hear that shit at all. So, you know, I thought that was fun and wanted to share that with you. And uh, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Football and Freedom Show. Um, Until next time, stay hard, stay hungry, join the revolution. And if you're coming, come out. Regulators, you regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Got to be handy with the steal, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up.